This is exactly right. I'm Babs Gray, and I'm surprised more folks aren't brunettes, considering how many people have their heads up their own ass. I feel very attacked. <laughs> hey, it's guys, a brunette. I'm... It's a poop joke. No, I know. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm also joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Brandy Posey. And when an archaeologist finds my bones someday, my nail polish will still be wet. <laughs> I'm Tess Barker. And on one hand, I'm a sturdy person. On the other, I always bring a jacket to the grocery store, lest I succumb to exposure in the produce section. <laughs> and this is Lady to Lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. Hello! We got Barbara Brandy and of course Big We got a show for everyone that's the fucking best. Come on, baby. It's time to hang out with your favorite ladies. Ladies to ladies. Ladies to ladies. Hi. Hello. Hi. We did it. Another podcast in the can. Hell yeah. We did it. It's oh, over. In the future? Yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm the worst well, time traveler. I just come back from the end of the podcast and say, great job, everybody. We're done. Woo. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, let's get into it. Please. Hell yeah. We have an amazing guest today. She has a great podcast called Ghosted by Roz Dress for Less. It's Roz Hernandez. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Thank you for joining us from your nacho cheese room. That sounds oh, like... Yes. <laughs> I would love a nacho cheese room. Imagine. That sounds like it is just a yeah room full of nacho cheese. Uh, like uh yeah, yeah fountains. I would like love Scrooge to... McDuck swims through mm-hmm. type of thing. I would love to throw a party of just various like a nacho cheese fountain and like a chocolate fountain and just just, just fountain party. Yeah, yeah just liquid, yes. just it's liquid. Like things. a fondue. It's a fondant. Mm-hmm. It's a fondant. Yes. Yeah. But if it's, it has to be in Hollywood on Fountain Avenue, oh. <laughs> yes. there's a street, just a street party of just fount- food fountains everywhere. Yes. Oh my gosh. Mm. I would like a gazpacho fountain. Ooh, that's Ooh, a good idea. Chili. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so we were kind of getting into, go- we were getting into a little bit of ghost stories between us before mm-hmm. we started recording mm-hmm. because Roz, you know, you talk about ghost stories on your pod. And yes, my Brand- fave. Yeah, Brandy, tell us again this. If, if it's, oh, I don't know. Is it okay to relate someone else's ghost story, or is that like not? Fair? Is that like telling? Is that like talking about a dream? I don't know what the ghost story rules are. <laughs> Brandy, you've been on my podcast. I have. You've actually told your stories. If anybody wants to go back and, and mm-hmm. listen, I don't know if you told this one though. I can't remember. But no. tell it, tell it, tell it. We were not dating at the time when I told when 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 I did your podcast. But so my my boyfriend. Uh, Wait, are we dating now? Oh. No, no. Oh, oh, <laughs> yes. you're talking about. Somebody <laughs> this is how this is how I asked. We're dating you find now. Out. Yeah, so we're dating. I'm glad you painted the walls nacho cheese because I will be moving into that room mm-hmm. later today. Thank you so much. I love you. Brandy uh, moves really fast. <laughs> Absolutely. Got your salsa right here, it gets, baby. It gets yeah. really uncomfortable because Brandy tells every guest that they're dating, and mm-hmm. honestly, it's a problem. That's low key yeah. what the podcast is. How long does it take you to start dating Brandy? Yeah, exactly. Right, I'm in. Yeah, I'm just Polly with all of our guests, and that's just how it works. <laughs> so you're. That is kinda, we are kind of Polly for an hour every week. Oh, I you love know. that yeah. for us. Yeah, yeah. Polly for an hour. Yes. I love that. Wait, aren't we all ladies together in Scotland? Yes, we are. Yes, mm-hmm. we all we all own property <laughs> together. We officially well, purchased a, a tiny piece of land so we could officially be named ladies. So we are, mm-hmm. t- our titles are officially ladies mm-hmm. and we have some tiny plot of land. I don't, I oh don't think, God. yeah, so I don't think that makes you Paul. I think it just makes you a landowner, but. Okay, I'll take yeah. that. Both are <laughs> yeah. impressive, honestly, like impressive commitment from both uh, populations. These days, yes, yes agreed. <laughs> yeah, I love that we're landladies. It feels great. Yes. Um, <laughs> so good. Okay, so my boyfriend recorded his ghost story. He uh, it, uh, was in the Air Force in Ogden, Utah in like 2002 or three, And he um, was walking around like a cemetery there and with a friend of his, and they were completely sober, and a fully like realized uh, like 
not premonition. What's the word? Um, just apparition. 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 It's like an apparol. Yes. An apparition. <laughs> an apparition. Spritzerition. Yeah. Might ha- the, the ghost might have been drinking it, but it was a Civil War soldier on a ghost horse, and it slowly walked past them at the cemetery and like looked at them. Ooh. And it was like it was like translucent and ghosty, but you could see all the details on it. And he was like, and they and they both saw it at the same time. So it's not like either one of them had like a a moment, right. but they like both saw this just wow. like ghost ghost horse and man just walking past them. So my big question here is: yeah. so this ghost is just with him now in the afterlife? Did this ghost not to get to do its own thing? It still has to be a fucking war horse. I think so. Oh, or maybe man. opposite yeah. reaction. I, I was like, that's so tight. He got a horse. <laughs> I mean, I'm happy for the guy, but for the yeah. horse, I'm like, wait, right. you yeah. didn't have another option here. Right. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's where it gets really funky, where you're like, okay, now, are are those the ghosts of, uh, like, is it the ghost of that outfit? Is it the ghost mm. of, Ooh. you know, like, you know, it's it's very strange the more you, mm-hmm. like, start to analyze this stuff. That would be so funny if you were getting haunted by, like, chokers from junior high. <laughs> I mean, I think I kind of, I think I'm that's what photos, photos of myself. Of, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Facebook <laughs> memories. <laughs> that's what, seeing all these 90s fashions come back, that is what it feels like we're being haunted by our past. I actually can't believe, I actually just heard a really scary ghost story in Costa Rica, actually. Ooh. We were on a hike. Like, so the first part of our trip, we stayed like outside this volcano. And so we went on this hike, like through the rainforest that's like leading up to the volcano. And it's really, I mean, like legit volcano, right? Like legit full blown Tom Hanks active steam Mm -hmm. coming out of it. (laughs) That's how serious we are. Yeah. So, okay, so, but there's this hike that's, like, the, the you know, the crazy rainforest where it's, like, millions of insects and, like, ants that are carrying, like, trees on their backs and, you know, shit like that. So, the deal with this volcano is, like, back in 1968, it people just thought it was a mountain. And it had this, like, gnarly mm. eruption that, like, pompeyed the fuck out of the place and, like, killed a bunch of people and, like, sent, like, these huge rocks flying through the rainforest. Whoa. And was this whole thing. So, we're on the hike, like, through the rainforest and, you know, it's, like... The, the it's like a deafening cacophony of insects and just like crazy and it's like the middle of the day and it's just like mm-hmm. alive right and as we're walking through the rainforest i notice that there's like leaves that it's not like the whole leaf is blowing it's almost like if, if you can imagine like a leaf playing the piano like selective leaves mm. are moving and so i ask our guide about this and he's like oh yeah there are ghosts that live here and he was like if you spend the night and i have you wake up to the sound of children laughing and then you can look out into the trees and you can see their footsteps as they move through the trees. And he said every night in the rainforest, there's just these little ghost children laughing and running around the rainforest. Oh, that's scary. Yeah. I don't like, I don't like. <laughs> like a rainforest at night is scary as it is. And then exactly. ghost children. I mean, it. it's often a conversation I have, like what's scarier, like, old lady ghost or ghost child uh, <laughs> how do you fall how, on this how moisturized is the old <laughs> <Yes>. lady ghost <laughs> like there's something about ghost children that is so spooky i think ghost what children are definitely creepy yeah why is it, I mean, is it children kids are, are already of... creepy mm-hmm. well i think it's you assume that they had a tragic death if they're a child they died young so they might be angry because they like their life was snuffed out early well, I think, I think, okay, this is what I think. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if you ever heard this, and I don't even know if this is true. I feel like I heard that this wasn't true. I don't know anything. Uh, but, like, okay, if you see a baby rattlesnake, mm-hmm. you're supposed to be more scared or whatever because it can just, like, bite. It, like, doesn't know oh. anything. And so maybe, mm-hmm. like, a child ghost, like, doesn't know how to, like, just be a chill ghost. Like, mm-hmm. they might just, like, <laughs> start touching you and being creepy. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. No, I think that makes sense. It doesn't know how to hold back yet because it hasn't, Because like, they didn't learn yeah. human skills. Like, they didn't learn, like, social skills. Like, you know, like, mm-hmm. a child will just, like, touch you or just, like, ask you questions that are, like, that's none of your business. It hasn't like, learned I don't know. shame yet, so. Yes. Yeah, yeah. it's off <laughs> Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah. If a ghost, if a ghost child told you you were ugly, I mean, that would be 
such a pain. Oh you, my god! Yeah, you're yeah. dead. You're dead, you little <laughs> shit. Yeah. I will say that every time uh, one of my go one of my ghosts one of my jokes about how I say like let's you know what's the most fuckable ghost. Every time someone yells out Casper, uh-huh. like that's, and I think it's because yeah. Casper is the first, like when you think of a ghost, that's the first thing you think of. But I'm like, he was 14. And like, I yeah. get it. We all liked him when we were younger or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. But yes. I'm like, that's not the most. You know what? Fun. I have actually quite a few thoughts on this. <laughs> um, I think that the fact that our generation I've seen that happen during your set and it's absolutely the go-to for like that was like the sexual Mm -hmm. awakening for all these women of a certain age right definitely and Mm -hmm. I guess kudos to the movie Casper because they really like teased us and made us edge and then it was like you got to see his face for like 30 (laughs) seconds but but what does it say about the male gaze that we were so deprived of sexualized boys that that one 30-second <laughs> ghost boy was ingrained on all of our memories, an entire generation's memories for the rest of their lives. Wow. <laughs> I am... Wow. Let, to say for people who might not know, he's a cartoon for the whole movie the whole until movie. the very end yeah. when you get to and see And then is he Devin Sawa? Devin Sawa. Who was adorable, and yeah, he was in Now and Then too, but we mostly got horny from him from that one 30-second clip. Yeah, because he's only (laughs) in it for the 30 seconds, and it's just him slow dancing with Christina Ricci. Yeah. Yeah. I will say this makes me feel much better about my Uncle Buck thing, because (laughs) Uncle Buck, not... John Candy, but the character in Uncle Buck, the bad kid who made me horny, now I realize because I didn't have access. Yeah. I didn't get the game. I didn't get to see that enough. No, you are what they call a survivor. (laughs) These kids today with their two Magic Mike movies, they have no idea what we went through. Seriously. I I can't imagine having that movie as like a 14 year old. I'd be like, I don't, this might be too much. That would be too much. I mean, that's the thing. That's like men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You said, when you're a penis, kid, you want your tiger haircut. beat. You want the penis haircut. Every mm-hmm. girl wants Isn't the it, penis haircut. It's so insane that like we didn't grow up with access to absolutely everything that we wanted to see at any moment. Like <laughs> yeah. that's just how it is now. But like it wasn't like that for a long time, for forever. <laughs> like we were kind of the end of humanity. Like we represent essentially the end. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Which I think is why we also still are like that 14 year old because it was the last like real moment of that. I mean, too. it is funny to think of like of like archaeologists like digging mm-hmm. up like an old poster of Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> 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 oh, JTT. JTT. It makes me wonder if like little cave girls back in the day were like etching hot cave men into the side of their walls and stuff like that. Too. Oh, I'm sure. Can you guys imagine like yeah. how hot the cavemen probably were? No, they weren't hot. <laughs> oh, come on. If you're a cave woman and like that is all the prime, you're talking like peak pheromones. Those guys were not showering. Right, but stinky also. Mm, also yeah, stinky. yeah. Yeah, but before you had evolved to think it was stinky. Right, right. Now, some people, going back to the paranormal, some mm-hmm. people think that Bigfoot could be a ghost of like a caveman. Oh, oh that's interesting. Oh. Mm. I like that idea. Because that's why they can never catch him. Yes. And you know what? That would also, uh, Brandy and I listened to a bunch of Bigfoot podcasts at one point. Mm -hmm. And it got, I honestly made me believer, frankly, first of all. Uh, And Mm -hmm. that would I'm on the fence with that one. Listen to this podcast. It's very compelling. And I I don't know what to say, but they all have this, this similar experience of feeling like overwhelmed and like, inexplicable kind of like feelings in the presence of this thing so that would be way more like ghost territory right well yeah i mean it's energy it's like there's some anytime you're in the room with like beyonce or something which Mm -hmm. i never have been but like you know (laughs) i mean like there's some people that you're like in the room and you're like whoa like whatever that person like that person just has something about that bigfoot just has it she yes. has it and she also <laughs> wants to be just left alone like the stars like let's just mm-hmm. let the stars live mm-hmm. yeah. you know 
I bet like, a Bigfoot is a ghost. All the other ghosts must be kind of jealous, right? Because that's like a pretty famous ghost. Pretty right. cool, like name yeah. you've made for yourself. Yeah, right. exactly. Um, Wild Thing is the podcast that I we both want to recommend because okay, it's, it's really not amazing. about the Kevin Bacon. No, oh my god, then someone Wild should start things. that. It should be yes. a three parter. You know what I mean? Someone, I did a, I did a show the other day where um, call uh, I did the gay ass podcast recently, and the host asks you what made you queer, or what made whatever. He said what made you bisexual, and I said America Online. Because of like <laughs> chat rooms and you know just like that mm-hmm. was my first access to like mm-hmm. certain things, mm-hmm. but also wild things I think could be on the like on the list of top five maybe because yes. of the kiss. Who the, is uh, that? Denise Richards and Nev Campbell. Yes, I think and, Nev Campbell and yes. Kevin. Yeah, and the mm-hmm. bake and the bake Kevin ba- Oh yeah. yes, and we get a little glimpse of the bacon. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Some of that strip. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the VHS. I remember. <laughs> uh, When's the uh, last time you guys watched Showgirls? Like a recently-ish, like two. Yeah, we watched we watched it with Katya a few years ago for a fundraiser. Yeah, I think that's the last time uh, I saw it. Yeah, I always like recommend it to people, and then like the last time I watched it, I was like. I just recommended a porn to like my, <laughs> my aunt. <laughs> like, I kind of forget. I just think about like the funny moments yeah, in it, and then yeah, I forget. No, Showgirls is incredible, but there are definitely a few scenes where you're like, eee, yeah, forgot about yeah. that. No, but it's easy to think of it as almost like Home Alone, like a family mm-hmm. movie. Yes, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, there's the, the fucking wet bandits in the pool are banging scene. in the yeah. pool. That's the pool like the is exorcist. my favorite, but even that is like such a good scene, and I wouldn't want anyone to miss out on that. That's weird though, because did yeah, you guys yeah. know that sex move is called the wet bandits? <laughs> hey, all right. <laughs> Just giving rounds of applause okay, today. Um, <laughs> shout out to always any mention of Home Alone. Have to shout out. To yeah. French French Stewart Home Alone Four, of course. Congratulations, so much. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Rosam, um, have you seen Ghosts? Is that like why you started the show, or sort of? Yeah, I mean, my grandmother haunted my house as a child, and <laughs> um, and so that kind of got me like into it. And then I I think I just kept kind of having experiences. I kind of I. Th- I think that because at a young age, I knew what it felt like when there was someone in the room that you can't see. Mm-hmm. And so I, I would have all these little experiences up until I did the podcast. But when I started doing the podcast, I was just like some dumb drag queen that just like kind of like this stuff. And now I'm like a full on ghost lady, like yes. going ghost hunting. I got the equipment. I'm Ooh, like cool. all about it. Yeah. Where are but some it's of your funny favorite because, places? Well, one thing that I feel is that ghosts are kind of, it's not unlike dating where they're just sort of like, okay, we liked you until you were desperate about it. And now I'm just like, I'm looking for it. And they're like, we're, we don't want to end up on your pod podcast okay <laughs> like we're good totally. so um i haven't seen a ton of ghosts lately mm-hmm. i just um i just went to sedona Ooh, and sedona. i went on a ufo tour and Ooh. according to the tour guide we saw ufos <laughs> i think that's how <laughs> That's how most you have toured. Was that just a laser pointer someone had? (laughs) Because the deal was you see a UFO or your money back. And Mm -hmm. I did not get my money back. Then I think irrefutable evidence. You saw a UFO. That is really funny. I respect that. Wait, tell us what happened. Were they like, there's one? Or what happened? Well, okay. So, yeah, it's like, it's not really a tour. It's like you go to this lookout area mm-hmm. i don't really know what it was because it was like nighttime but it seemed like a place where like teenagers make out okay mm-hmm. and it was just like a just like an open space and the tour guide like explained to us all the different things that you could see in the sky the satellites some kind of elon musk shit up there mm-hmm. planes blah 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 and then she gave us these like military goggles mm-hmm. and we, we look and they're amazing and you can like see things you, you can see like everything and some of these things were like moving not the same way that the planes were moving. And you could tell, like, they would, like, stop Mm -hmm. and then move, and they would, like, be in formations. And then we did this thing. She gave us these laser pointers, and we were, like, shining it at it, and then it shined back at us. (gasps) Whoa. 
I made I have videos of it. Cool. cool. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool. So now I think I've seen a UFO. That's something I mean, for the, the resi. only thing that it sounds cool, but it is suspect to me that they're like. It seems like they got a deal worked out with either the UFOs or some yeah. reflection. I would trust it more if they were like, if you don't see UFOs, tough shit. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. know. She just but, has a lot uh, of drones in the sky doing their thing. Honestly, I'm impressed either way. I mean, whatever. You did the work, so. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> I know. That has to be a lot of, like, is she mm-hmm. Venmoing the aliens? I don't know what she's doing up there. She could but... be an alien, too. I mean, man, the men in black really, like, you know, I look at people sometimes and I'm like, are you from here? I don't know. Mm. So she could be in cover right. for her people. And that's just, like, how they, that's their Yeah, there's earth. lots of Vincent D'Onofrio's out on the streets these days. We're, oh, yeah. At the airports, we're getting a lot. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Just like See, an but earth that's rift. the thing. When you ask me about seeing ghosts and stuff, you never know. Like, what if? Yeah. Like, what if you have seen ghosts? It's totally possible. I mean, yeah. A lot of people say that ghosts just look like humans. Like they just look mm. like normal living people, and then they just disappear. So, I don't know. Maybe. It's yeah. possible. I like to be open about stuff. You never know what's going on. I mean, I thought yeah. I thought I saw a UFO when I was in seventh grade. I was like, I was on a ghost tour in Williamsburg, uh, Virginia, and I was just like, not not a fan. Don't like I don't I don't like a ghost tour. I got too freaked out. I was like, Ooh, I don't know. Like we were walking through like cemeteries. It's like a very Williamsburg, you know, lots lots of uh, revolutionary activity, very intense ghost stories of just sad shit. And I was just like, kept like looking up in the sky, and then I saw like this like really bright point, just like zoom and disappear. And I was like, uh, well, we're just not going to think about that. (laughs) (laughs) There's enough shit to be creeped out about. Yeah, that's the thing. Are aliens? Who has the time? (laughs) I mean, they pretty much said there was proof and we were like, all right, we're busy. We can't do it right now. Sorry. I think that aliens are like one of these things that it's like almost not even paranormal. It's like, yeah, they're like a thing. Like. Right, right, exactly. Like, yeah, you're like, yeah, they're, they're the- yeah. I mean, ghosts are a little bit harder to to get people to believe in. I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I guess I could see that, but then yeah, because I think the thing with aliens is like, if you think about it, I just think probably we're just bugs, right? Kind of. Like it's easy <laughs> yeah. to think of like think about how bugs they probably think that we're aliens. We don't mm-hmm. really exist in their reality. Mm-hmm. We're just these right. other well, things. I think that they're so much smarter than us. Like, they're so smart. They can come to us. We can't go to them. Mm-hmm. They just come looking at us. They see us acting crazy. And then they just <laughs> laugh. And then they fly away. And then Damn. sometimes they're like, can we're going to take one with us. And we're giving it right back. We are not keeping it. <laughs> I, I also think that we shouldn't be afraid of them because they're so much smarter and like they could if yeah. they wanted to do some shit they could do some shit and they're not they're like these poor people down there killing their planet like we're good yeah no that's exactly. what i think yeah probably just dipping in to watch like an, a season of the bachelor and then they're like all right that's all yeah we're good how for. fun would alien bachelor be i would live for that <laughs> it's probably coming at some point i want to shout is that oscar yelling? Yes. Yes, oh, that's Oscar's right. been very vocal, which it's, I think Oscar has a ghost story. Oh yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. I mean, all cats kind of are ghosts or aliens. They're right? very ghosty. Mm-hmm. They definitely yeah. see ghosts for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, and he's just been meowing at my back door, which he never does during the podcast. But he's just staring at the handle and just meowing Whoa. at it. Okay. Um, okay, terrifying. Like a real <laughs> little creep. But he also has like a haunted backstory too. He like lived in a bathroom at a cat hoarder's house for the first year of his life. Um, and so he has like some Nell vibes for sure. Um, but he's <laughs> in the wind. Tay in the mm-hmm. wind. Exactly. But he's just very like, he has a voice now that he did not have for a long time. So he just likes to be heard. He's the um, little mermaid. Good. I welcome. Yeah. I welcome him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, exactly. we have to take a quick break. We'll be right back, everybody. Woo! Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Lady to Lady. I'm Brandy. I'm Babs. I'm Tess. 
And we're here with Roz Hernandez. Oh, yay. Yes. Yes. Jump on in. Oh, sorry. I started playing our phone number theme song accidentally. Um, you know what? I'm going to play it, actually, because we never hear it. This is just a random... It's not even happening now. Three, two, three, six but thirty. It's six but thirty somewhere. Okay, I just, that just felt good. It does. We don't listen... Really we does. don't. We play them at the end of the show, but we don't hear it, so... Yeah. Um. Okay, Roz, we're going to play a game and get to know you a little bit better. Okay. Here's the <laughs> theme song. Who, what, where, when, who, what... Where, when, who, what, where, when, who, what, where, when, why? It's kind of our military march mm-hmm. song. <laughs> okay, Roz, who is your biggest fan? Who's my biggest fan? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is open oh. to interpretation, so however you want to answer any of these. Okay. Um, My biggest fan is my dog. Uh. I think correct (laughs) I mean I don't know pets I I get so depressed sometimes because I'm like I'm his everything yeah like I'm the only person he really like knows and I feed it it's so messed up I feed it I decide when he goes to the bathroom like it's so weird it's Stockholm syndrome for sure like they have to love us yeah yeah but he worships me and he (laughs) makes me feel so good about myself (laughs) <laughs> so I don't know. I guess I would have to probably say him. Oh my God. That's a great what's his answer. name? Yeah, what's the his name is Rocky. Rocky. He's 14 years old. Mm. Um, he was a rescue from a pound 10 years ago, and um, he really just uh, he just kind of hangs out. He's more like a cat. He just kind of just chills. What what kind of dog is he? He's like a Pomeranian mix, but he yeah. doesn't really like look. Wait, should I go get him? Yeah, Is it weird if I no, look no, real no. quick? I want to see him. Rocky. Yeah, okay, we, okay, would okay. Like, we would like to see him. <laughs> oh, Rocky. Oh, my God. Oh, He's a little bear. He's perfect. He's like a little bear. I love him. Oh, my God. What a face. <laughs> yeah, that's Rocky. Wow, you have an Rocky. incredible fan base, Roz. Yeah. Thank you. If it wasn't for my fans, I'd be nowhere. (laughs) I'm imagining Rocky having having his own little like room where he has posters of you on the wall, like giving him food and stuff. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Basically, these are the greatest hits: belly rub and kittle kibble. It's ready to go. (laughs) Oh, okay, boy. (laughs) Next question: What are you doing tonight? <clears throat> tonight i am um well i have a, an episode of my podcast i have to record tomorrow so i'm just gonna kind of go over my notes and um do that god i don't have anything good to report i'm um i recently started eating pasta again after Congrats! a couple of months off congratulations i know i kind of like <laughs> broke the seal on that yesterday and i'm like it, i told myself it was a one-time thing i only ate one bowl of it i threw everything else away wow. and i decided i'm gonna go buy some more pasta <laughs> so uh what, yeah, what's on the menu back. here we got something specific in mind Oh, girl, the kind that's shaped like a bow tie yes. I, is, like, very shameful, not, like, the nothing real. That's well, you know what happened was my... in any way. Mm-hmm. No. My parents, my parents were out of town, or were in town uh, this weekend, and we went to uh, Magnolia Boulevard in Burbank, and there was, like, all these food trucks, and we decided to eat a pasta one, which I haven't had pasta in a while, mm. and then it just... You know, it was like oh, a yeah, major relapse, and now I'm just yeah. like going downhill, and now it'll be my third time having pasta in four days. Yeah, you know what? I, I'm a really big pasta advocate. I think pasta mm-hmm. has been dragged through the mud enough in this decade, and <laughs> it is delicious and always a good idea. Um, yeah, there's yeah, always different assorted sauces. What other food does it? You can change the taste just by changing the shape. Yeah. <laughs> Very even like call. tofu, like tofu, it's still tofu, like it still has a tofu ness. Yeah, to it, you yeah, know? you never fully was, get away from it. I was actually just watching um, an episode of Love Island before this, where this girl said to her boyfriend, 
I, I hate pasta. And Ugh. me and Adam were like, what's going on? <laughs> like, Weird. You hate pasta. And I was like, I understand if you're like trying not to eat it or something like that. Or, you know, but you, you don't hate thing, whatever. it. Still loves like, pasta. pasta. Like the yeah. only pasta I can think that I is gross when I put it in my mouth is like a lean cuisine, like a nasty, oh. thin, gross noodle or something. Well, that's an I abomination. Could do that. Yeah. That's I nothing. Could do that. Yeah. It's yeah. not food. That's a food. So that's what I'm saying. Like what I'm eating, I'm eating like noodles in a box with sauce in a jar. Like that's why Mm -hmm. I say it's like if I apologize to any Italian (laughs) listeners, it's not like that gets the job done. That's the beautiful thing about it. Is that really does? Yeah, but also like so easy to take it up a notch. Like oh my god, Mm -hmm. I get one of those boxes of vegetables delivered to my doorstep. I grill that up with some olive oil and some garlic on whatever kind of pasta. It's always a good idea. (laughs) I know. It's always delicious. I I put some black olives on it, and I found some old vegan meatballs that were in my fridge that my ex left about six months ago. And I was like, it was only one way to find out if it's still good. (laughs) Put it in the microwave. Oh, it was so good last night. It was delicious. People Mm, seem to think that there is, and I'm sure that there is an expiration date for things in the freezer. I mean. (laughs) However... I don't think it's very much like they last for years, right? Yes. I think it lasts Ah, much longer than the expiration date tends to say. I mean, a lot of things don't really actually expire. Yeah. I definitely have had food go bad in the freezer for sure. Really? Well, it's really? if the ice I never takes have. over. Yeah, the ice like, yeah, I've had it get freezer burned, but not like go bad. Or it like no. kind of gets that like freezery taste too. Yeah, no, I've definitely had that happen yeah. a few times, but I think in mostly yeah, I haven't yeah. seen that happen. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. not going to get you sick, even if it tastes kind of gross. I'm just like, yeah, I guess I'm an expiration date denier in some mm. ways. <laughs> and I'm I with you, Barbara. Yeah, and I won't, obviously, you know, I'm not going to, obviously I know to not eat something that looks gross or smells bad, but I'll go past. I'll definitely go past. Like, Oh, I, I envy you. I am a, an expiration date freak. Like, if <laughs> bread is expired, like, if I have, like, if it's the day of, which is tomorrow, my loaf of bread will be expired, I have to get rid of some of the bread. Like, I have a couple. Really? I'm like, well, I was like, well, God, I have to have, like, a sandwich today. I have to have toast tomorrow for breakfast and a sandwich. Like, I'm, like, figuring yeah, out how do I like eat it all. Get it, all. To get it out done. Because the day it's done, it's done for me. Help me get through this. Yeah. Well, I just, I've never had a, I guess I just have never had a problem, like, ever yeah. eating something past the expiration date that I checked and, like, you know, looked okay. Do you keep your yeah. bread in the fridge refrigerator? I don't do that. But it'll it'll that... keep it way longer, too. Okay. Yeah. Really? So pop. Yeah. Pop mm-hmm. your bread in the fridge. It'll last way, way longer. But that's only good if you toast your bread before you do stuff. Because cold yeah. bread on with yeah. other stuff is not. Yeah. One like, time I was at somebody's house and they were like, "Oh my god, I have like this gourmet banana bread. It's so good. Oh, my friend got it for me from some other like whatever. You know, we gotta have it. I can't wait. We're gonna have it in the morning. And then the morning comes. I'm like, all right, let's have this banana bread. And there was like a thing of mold no. on it. No, no, no. no and then no, they chopped no. it off and then gave me the rest. Yes. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know if I can do it. No, if there's mold, I, I say no. But I mean, yeah, like, yeah. I brought... <laughs> But they were like, if the mold wasn't on this part, they're like, it was only on that they part. They tried to and argue their can't. case. You can't. I just couldn't do it. I would not do that, that to is... somebody else, but yeah, I would, but that you I can would do, do it. That. Yeah, you yeah, can yeah. do that. Yeah. Yeah. See, I won't go there. I mean, I will pick out eyes out of a potato. I will do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But that's just because you hate potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> I just have yeah. a real problem. Like raspberries are the fucking oh. worst. Oh, they go I bad raspberries instantly. So much instantly. Fresh. I know. Because I'm a big blueberry person. And then I was like, they didn't have blueberries. So I bought raspberries. And like 15 minutes later, half of them were covered in mold. It's, uh, yeah. yeah, that's uh, I will. I any of that shit yeah. that's going out the window. No way. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I literally I remember I brought <laughs> I brought. When I was in like Europe, a th- like a to-go thing of lasagna, brought it with me to America, put it in the fridge and or in the freezer and ate it like six months. Later. Oh my god! And yes, and it was great and probably delicious. That's delicious. amazing. Oh, I yeah. should have wow. done that. Next time I'm out of the country, I'm gonna bring several meals to go. Yeah, lasagna. Yeah. So yeah. wait, did you have to put it through like an X-ray machine? 
yeah, went through all this. This is what I was earlier saying that the same people who took my uh, salami away, uh, I got to keep. I somehow snuck the lasagna through. Wait, did you say that on the podcast? I don't think so. No, sorry. I was talking with Tess about it earlier. <laughs> okay. I said, we were talking about coming through customs and she just came back from Costa Rica. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, I remember trying to sneak through these two long salami things. <laughs> and just be, and they were like, what are those two sticks in your bag? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I just like pretended I didn't know what it was. Oh my god. <laughs> but we were saying like man, customs they must get so much good shit. Like, it's oh. so okay, yeah. listen, as a drag queen traveling with sometimes I don't want to check my bags mm-hmm. and so I've had to carry on stuff and when they go through and oh they're god. pulling out fake boobs, they're pulling out like <laughs> it's so uncomfortable. That's a oh, nightmare. Man. I yeah. used I used to travel with a replica WWF belt that somebody gave me for Christmas one year because I thought it would be funny for like the TSA to be like, wait, are you a wrestler? I just say no, and I just <laughs> I can't you... believe you would schlep that just to do that. That's oh yeah, because it would just be it was like it was like real flat, so just like pop it at the top, and they'd be like, what is this? And I'd be like, I'm just a little mystery in your day. See you later. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. What a gift you gave them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh, it was pretty fun. This most recent time I was at the airport. Let me know what you guys think about this. A man next to me got like randomly checked. And when he mm-hmm. opened his suitcase, it was none of my business, but I looked. Of and course. he had multiple stacks of different Christmas napkins. <laughs> <laughs> this is com- going to going or from? to Costa Rica in the middle of August. Hmm. Like gift paper napkins, like fancy napkins, like the kind you have maybe at your grandma's house. Yeah, like paper, assorted festive, but they look kind of old. Like probably they were minted in the mid nineties, but still but they were paper, original packaging. Huh. Well, maybe he's an antiquer because I'm an antiquer. Mm-hmm. Oh. And if I go to an antique place and I see something, you have to buy it when you see it or you'll never see it again. Right. So it's like Christmas is only a few months away. So maybe <laughs> maybe he saw yeah, those Yeah, maybe he, had a rel- he has a relative he's bringing them to or he's going to resell them or something. Mm. But that is interesting. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, mean, I bet people just see wild shit all the time. Oh, yeah, no. I'm I'm definitely sure, man. The last time I flew, it was it was I, I brought a, a Polaroid camera with me for the first time. And like, I almost forgot. And I was Googling it on the way there because you're not supposed to put film through x-rays. Right. So oh, I, had to, yeah. like, I had to get it like hand checked, which I'd never done before. I, which uh, I have put film through them and it doesn't do anything. But who knows? Yeah, it's um, probably like the fucking cell phone in the airplane thing. Right. Yeah. It's like it probably doesn't do anything. But like, who knows? You don't want to be the one. Yeah. Well, yeah. And it was like I was flying into Maryland to like take a bunch of family photos. And I was like, I don't want to mess this up. And then it's like like my favorite present ever. So (laughs) got it all good. Okay, Roz, let's see. Where do you go next? To get pasta. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I love when you're so focused on like you're like, "Mm, yeah, Mm -hmm. like you're just in pasta. Where do I go next? Well, that is actually an interesting thing that I've been pondering a lot because, um, you know, I'm transitioning in a lot of you know different ways. I think we're all kind of transitioning into a new world. But, you know, I've been exploring gender more and I'm trying to figure out like where I'm going with that. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, I don't it's it's just an exciting every day i'm just like what feels good where should i go next who who am i where am i going i don't know i'm i'm at like many crossroads but i'm also embracing it mm-hmm. um so where am i going next i uh i don't know i really don't know <laughs> but i'm open to it i'm open to wherever that's exciting it's yeah. not really a funny answer. No, <laughs> no, no. We answer, like a though. we like an honest answer, though. Yeah, yeah. You know, in the words of Cheryl Crow, every day is a winding road. <laughs> I'm getting a little bit closer to feeling fine. <laughs> All I want to do is have some fun. Do you feel like drag was like, uh, like, where where do you feel like that fits like into your like? realizations of or like um your evolution of of thought about gender 
Oh God! Well, it's been major because it yeah. was like the f- it was something you know. First time people call me feminine pronouns or consider me anything other than being a cis male, mm-hmm. and um, you know, it, it, a thing that I've learned from drag was that like I was somebody that didn't feel comfortable with the way that I looked, and then when I put all the stuff on, then everybody was like, "Ooh, who's that person?" They're like totally feeling themselves, and they're like in their element and. You know, you know, people can pick up on that and and they treat you differently. And as opposed to how I would be when I wasn't in drag, which is like, don't look at me. And I'm very like, mm. you know, shy. And so I've kind of especially when the pandemic hit, I was like, how do I get to that place when I'm in drag? But now I can't be in drag, mm. you know, so it's a matter of figuring out how to get to that mentality and and that presentation and that sort of mindset I don't know uh it's just it it's interesting when you do drag because the kind of the way I define it is all the things that you can take off at the end of the night and kind of hang up right and for me that I don't really want to always hang all that I mean of course I don't want to be walking around town with like a crazy wig and like jumbo Mm -hmm. eyelashes and like all the things but like how do I Mm -hmm. uh not take everything off and become a different person how do I become that authentic uh person at all times right so I don't know it's something I learned from drag I I learned Mm -hmm. uh to present myself that way and get treated that way and um it's something that I want all the time oh (laughs) totally I mean like I feel like I similarly but different obviously but like I I learned like fearlessness from stand-up that like Mm -hmm. has learned to translate into my regular life and a lot of it like I'm a much bigger risk taker I think because it's like yeah like that's you're presenting like a very concentrated version of yourself or a character Mm -hmm. or something on stage and then it's like oh okay even if I turn this up to like 15 all the time it just like you feel more in I feel at least more in control of myself yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and that's why like uh like I've always enjoyed doing stand-up but I couldn't do it um as a cis man I just like Mm -hmm. couldn't I could not connect I couldn't be (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't be authentic I couldn't be real I just couldn't I couldn't Mm -hmm. get to that place Mm -hmm. so I needed that buffer Mm -hmm. I mean I'm also sober and so it was Mm -hmm. for a long time it was like I had to get drunk to be able to do it and then it was like I have to be able I have to have on wigs and I have to be a different person to do it and so now I'm just kind of not and I don't believe that, you know, people that do drag are hiding or anything like that. But for me, it was. It was like hiding behind all of the the glitz and the glam to be able to be my most authentic self. And so now I'm like, well, but I love doing stand-up. I just don't want to be, like, not me. I don't want to be mm. perceived as being, like, a character or something right. like that. Like, I want to... Because I would... I would tell I would be in full drag and I would be like, yeah, I was on a date or whatever at at a stand up show. And then people are like, were you wearing that? Because (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it just wasn't it was like hard to connect when it was when people are like, why are you talking about real things? Like but you're everything about you is fake. Like everything you're wearing is like clearly silly and not real and. Yeah, Yeah, there's already enough like of a heightened sort of aspect of yourself that you're presenting in stand up anyway. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's so interesting because it's like i met you you did picture this which i think is where we met my my show and i i loved what i'd never seen like a, a drag queen just like do do stand up just off the cuff like that and it just it felt very, you, you felt very natural like that was who you were on stage you know yeah. it's very cool <laughs> yeah and i mean like i love drag so much and and uh and i still do drag mm-hmm. but I think this is only what I've learned from my own experience um, because I know like if I say anything about drag, then there's fans of drag. They're like, wait a minute, but what about this? It's like, no, I'm just talking about myself. Just you, just you. When I'm in drag, there's, I find that there's expectations of the things that you joke about, the things that you, I don't know. Like, you know, people, when I'm in drag, sometimes people will be like, hey, whore. And I'm like, I'm not even a whole, like, just because I'm a drag queen, you think that that's, and so then I started to be like, well, then maybe am I, like, should I not be doing drag? Because maybe I'm not, like, getting, like, maybe I'm not cut out for this, or I don't know. So when I would do stand-up and I wouldn't talk about 
like I would just like talk about things that people talk about. I don't know. And then people are like, but why are you in drag? <laughs> like it doesn't make any <laughs> right. sense. They're expecting this like, yeah, grandiose mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Yeah. I think it can be like the double edged sword of like, I mean, I mean, I, I, I love watching drag race, but it's like, they do present like, they do present it like a spectrum of people, but like the, because it is a show that is sent to make money and like, you know, have been on for so many seasons. There's a formula to it at this point too, that it becomes like, there's only certain kinds of things that I think get represented more than others that sometimes on there. So it is like, no, drag can be literally anything. And the last two seasons, I think they've gotten better at kind of showing a wider spectrum, but yeah, I think some people still have like a weird predisposition to what they think it's going to be. Well, but Drag Race shapes a lot of people's expectations of what drag is Mm -hmm. and um, for good or bad. Yeah. And I think that a lot of times like the comedy that we see on there Mm -hmm. is so it's so such a wonderful thing for that. But Mm -hmm. to do that kind of comedy like at the Virgil with, with, you know, (laughs) Maria Bamford (laughs) and like it's completely different. And Mm -hmm. so I think that people expect me to be like doing word puns and doing like silly, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and I just didn't really like that's not really what I did. But I do, you know, like that kind of stuff, like but mm-hmm. if I host a drag show for example, which I still do sometimes, I'm like, well, this is where I get to be my like mm-hmm. channeling the drag queen side of me still, which is still very much in there. Right. Totally. That makes sense. Yeah, I think it's kind of like easy to think especially in a town like LA like, oh, I I have to fit this box. Like this is what I mm-hmm. my identity and this is what I am and it's like, no, some I always think about Steve Martin. I'm like, some people are just Steve Martin. Yeah, like he's good at the banjo. Yeah. He's like, he <laughs> I was like, wait, what does that mean? Like, okay. <laughs> like, like, like a Renaissance he, person. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like you can just trip around. I and, guess like, he's not the first person I think of Renaissance man. So I was just like, what is that? Well, I Pablo, mean, I think of I think of him as a comedian. You know, I know he does lots yeah. of things. But. A Pablo Picasso, where it's mm-hmm. like you have like lots of different things, lots of different hats. That like, yeah, it's like I mean, I think if you have like an artistic soul, it's like hard to you don't you, you you're always you, striving yeah and you don't want to live in the box at all it's like why you started getting into it the first place so it can be hard once you feel like oh I, I stepped into a place that feels free but then when you start to feel the box it's like no that's not mm-hmm. I, I did mm-hmm. this because I wanted to not be in one so then I think that's when you go to, to find another one or like at least yeah. expe- try to expand the walls as much as possible. Yes. Well with drag it's such a visual thing mm-hmm. I mean there's a I, I, I think that there's a lot of elements to being a drag queen. And I think that there's a lot of people that are like just born to be drag queens because mm-hmm. they just see the world in like this heightened way. And and I there's a lot of that in me. Mm-hmm. But I think that that visual aspect is what would like kind of confuse people, I mm-hmm. think. Um, I don't know. Right. That's just, and I also, you know, for years had a show at the improv lab mm-hmm. and I would have people in the audience that would be there because joe rogan is sold out in the main room and so now they're seeing this show Mm -hmm. and then like anytime i would be doing like some real funky drag queen shit they're like what is going on but i mean i don't know i'm getting the the rogan runoff absolutely (laughs) but i mean it's not like i would change what i would do for them but it was still just like the relationship is different than when they're expecting (laughs) i've just had so many weird experiences as a drag queen doing stand-up it's like it's so weird (laughs) in those settings it's 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 so strange because mm-hmm. sometimes I would do like lip syncs and I would do things like that at like in a stand up club and it would be like what is this <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's so funny well we've we've talked before about how like we 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 like a little bit of pageantry in stand up and kind of wish that there was more of that but that stand up kind of has this weird kind of cool cool vibe of like yeah it's tough yeah. to like cro- to get there sometimes yeah, yeah. No. like try but don't try but like see like you're just like off the top of your head and, and it's, it's like, just the yeah. I mean just the work involved with mm-hmm. you know preparing that is obviously much different than just showing up and, yeah. and doing it well and like unlike music a lot of times you know if you go to a certain music show whoever the opener is for that band is probably going to be a pretty similar style but so many of the styles of shows in big cities like mm-hmm. LA and New York like you're really going to get a mm-hmm. full flight of different things to sample for sure well i think coming in with pageantry too it also it seems like oh you did your homework you came here uh-huh. and like you did your homework we don't 
Right. You're not just showing up like, ugh, here's my yeah. uh, genius oh, yeah. thoughts. Yeah. yeah. Little notebook or whatever. This is one of 15 things I'm doing today. I guess I'll just like show <laughs> up for a moment. Right. Yeah. I know. But I'm just so excited to not have to do two and a half hours of uh physical I mean, preparation to do 10 minutes of Amazing. work for free. Yes, <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Totally. <laughs> That's mainly the, the biggest appeal <laughs> of this whole thing. <laughs> All right, we're going to take another quick break. We'll be back, everybody. BRB. Everybody, we're back in Lady to Lady and Babs. I'm Brandy. I'm Des. I'm Roz. Yay! We're gonna do a lady problem. If you want to send us one, you can write to us at ladytoladycomedy at gmail.com or you can give us a call at 323 Lady Lady Problems. Lady Lady Problems. Lady problems, do you have them? Lady problems, do you have them? People have them. Hi, ladies. Um, I'm a new listener, which I feel like you hear all the time now, but I fell in love with your podcast, and I'm stuck. Anyways, I'm actually calling because I have a lady problem. Um, I have been in a steady relationship for the past seven, eight years. Uh, we're not married, which maybe that should be the problem I'm calling about, but it's not. Um, I'm actually calling because while I love my relationship, my current relationship, there's just someone that I cannot let go. And I'm curious if this is something that everybody deals with. You know, we, we are kind of talking about getting married soon and I cannot stop missing and thinking about someone from my past. And it's not like I talk to this person anymore. Um, we stopped talking to each other because we realized that it's just too hard to stay in each other's lives when we can't art together. So I don't still talk to him, but he comes into my mind at least three times a day. <laughs> and I'm just curious, especially for you know, those of you that are in long-term relationships, or I think Tess is married, I'm pretty sure Tess is married, but I just am curious if this is something that everybody deals with. Is this, is there going to be someone that I am always going to miss? I mean, it doesn't make my, me love my current partner any less. I'm just curious if, if this is normal, if everybody has that one person that they just cannot be with for whatever reason, but also just can't let go. Um, I'm wondering if it's going to inhibit my relationship moving forward. So any advice would be appreciated. Love you guys. Bye. Hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. Everyone admit the person they're thinking about right now. (laughs) (laughs) If anybody wants to call in and just leave us the first name of the person. Oh, my God. That would be so funny. (laughs) One, two, three, go. <laughs> I mean, you know, she asked the question like, mm-hmm. it, "What was it? Is this normal?" Or, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think it's normal or not normal. I don't think it's, you know, totally weird at all to think about a past relationship. You know, yeah, often. Well, and I think relationships like obviously like end for any number of reasons. I mean, like it sounds like it was just like not like a bad breakup necessarily, but I mean, I think like there's people in your past that you think of because they help shape you as people. And I think also sometimes we're attracted to people that are, they hit an unhealthy part of our brain. Um, and, and it's hard to, sometimes it doesn't, it's like eating a salad versus eating a Snickers. You know what I mean? It's like the salad is what you need and it makes you feel good. And like every day it like, it is just a good ass thing for you. But sometimes like that Snickers is just like, "Mm, but that candy rush feels good. And like, that's like this, unhealthy thing that I think it is hard to get away from sometimes yeah and that's what sticks in your brain Mm -hmm. I mean I think there's obviously so many people that you you know something didn't work out for Mm -hmm. one reason or another it didn't mean that you didn't have love for each other and that you didn't have something good but it just didn't work and those are the hardest things to get over when it's just like a 
Ugh, like it's, like a, it's not even like not a yeah it's just kind of like it's like oh i started that <laughs> season and then i just don't even know did it get canceled like yeah. I, yeah yeah and i do think definitely that like around i think it's definitely normal or whatever it's like around the time <clears throat> to be like getting into a serious relationship or thinking about getting married or thinking about those things i do think it's totally normal to be reflective Mm -hmm. about earlier times in your life and it's kind of a lot to process like it is like Mm -hmm. kind of shifting into a new phase in your life so I think that's I would guess pretty common yeah I would I would assume so for sure I think that makes sense I mean I think it's also like you're when comparing relationships it's like you know just you we we don't get everything from every partner you know uh, one person will never be 100% of the things that you you know need and that doesn't mean that like you know, you have friends in your life also that fulfill different parts of things in your life that like your partners don't too. And I think it's just like, you know, you could have dated somebody that's like, Ooh, that was different. And I really liked that. And I like a version of that with my new partner, but like, I still, that thing is still happened and was also great or something like that. So I just think there is like, I don't know, different relationships have different. Also like anything that you're feeling this kind of nostalgia about, you know, your, Mm -hmm. your brain is just, choosing the highlight reel you know like there's a big difference between the highlight reel and the reality like there's probably so many Mm -hmm. other things in your life that maybe you might feel some kind of nostalgia for or like Mm -hmm. you might feel a little you know fondness for but if you think about it you're like do I actually want to go back to you know being a lifeguard in Poughkeepsie no (laughs) (laughs) exactly yeah I was thinking about that too like you have this idea in your mind it's like Mm -hmm you know what was the 90s like and then you you, you know you tell like these gen z kids like oh my god it was so fun we did this and did that would you want to go back no like i don't know i didn't i had to like look up on a map where you went to places like you know it's not like as fun (laughs) it's not as easy i don't know you know what i mean oh totally 1998 fucking ruled it was like a great year but like i don't need to do that again (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah, I yeah. mean, it, it would be one thing if you were in contact with this person or something, then I think there'd be something mm-hmm. more to talk about. But I do think I would just, you know, you also do want to make sure that this isn't like, if this is your subconscious trying to alert you to something in your relationship that you're like not satisfied with or something, mm-hmm. then maybe that's something to like think about, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. Um and like Brandy said, maybe that's just shit happens. And yeah, not everyone can be everything, mm-hmm. but it could be, there could be something in there, you know, aside from like maybe some like, uh, I'm scared about making this commitment. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. That you might, might be like worried about with your relationship. That's what is so tough is that I feel like we were all taught that like, you're going to find this person that every single little aspect mm-hmm. you want in a partner is they're going to have and it's like that could be true, but not. I don't think that like you you just spend your whole life ex- like looking for that. Even expensive shoes give you blisters. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's just not a realistic mindset. It's like mm-hmm. you know, life's about compromise and and all that stuff. So yeah, I think I think just keep an eye on it. As far as like I said, if it's like okay, wait, is this something about us that I need to figure out, mm-hmm. or if it's just like yeah, I miss this person and it's too bad then you know i i I, three times a day is a lot like i don't i guess i don't know what context you're it's like are you just are you like jerking off to think about you guys having sex or something like i don't know the context yeah i don't know if that would make a difference but is there something in your life right now that's like kind of firing off these memories like have you been Mm -hmm. doing something that reminds you of that time i i bet also we've we've also been in quarantine for the last year and a half and i know it's been difficult for a lot of people in partnered relationships because you're seeing way more of that person than you would otherwise so it could you know the diamond might not feel quite as shiny (laughs) as usual because you've been in the same room for so long too Mm -hmm. no I mean I think about my ex-girlfriend all the time you know Mm -hmm. and as Tess and Brandy know Mm -hmm. not a good relationship but yeah it was an Mm -hmm. extremely passionate like Mm -hmm. intense part of my life you know and Mm -hmm. I think about her all the time because it did end badly. And I wonder, you know, certain things about like, mm-hmm. uh, like, fuck, or, you know, but it's not, I don't think that that means that there's something wrong. It's just like, I can't help it because that was an important person to me. 
Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm going through that too. Like right now, <laughs> I had a relationship end during the pandemic, and oh and I think about him all the time. But it's it's yeah. Sometimes I have to go. Well, it did end, and why did it end? And why have we not called each other since then? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because in the moment, the right decision was for it to end. Yeah. Totally. It has to be a two way thing. Sex finds a way. If you were supposed to be <laughs> fucking, you would be fucking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I think the I also it's one of those problems where if you start paying too much attention to it, it feels like a bigger problem than it is. Mm-hmm. And like it sounds like maybe you're obsessing a little bit over the fact that you're thinking about it, which is making it seem like a big deal when mm-hmm. maybe it's not, you know. Yes. So I think if you just kind of treat it as like, yeah, okay, this is something that pops in my head once in a while. It's not going to feel like this big thing. I feel like there's like the, this, it helps me to do kind of a, I don't know if it's like a meditative thing or whatever, where you acknowledge that you're having these thoughts and then like blow it away. Mm-hmm. Let it blow away. Don't suppress it. Cause I feel like that's when they finally come bubbling up and then you really start freaking out about it. This mm-hmm. is at least for me. Um, I just have to acknowledge these moments and then be like, all right, bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Get out of my brain. Totally. I saw you and now you're gone. Yeah. Well, and I wonder too if it's like, uh, is it some, is it like what, what is the thought process? Is it like when you think, when you have this, this reminder, this thought, do you, are you, oh shit, I wish we were still together or is it just you just think of this person? Because I definitely have like, uh, I have like a really good ex-friend that we're not friends anymore and I think of him often and we like, I even will check in on him on Instagram because I just want to know that I hope that he's having a good life. And I just, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, I really hope you're doing well and it, you seem happy. And I just, sometimes I just feel myself checking in just to care because I care about this person still. And that doesn't mean that we should be in each other's lives, but they were a big part of my life. And it's just still feels like you just want to, I just want tabs just to know, okay, you're safe. Also this last year and a half, it's like, okay, you made it. You're alive. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, things are yeah. so extra heightened right now. And like, I think it's healthier to have those kinds of lingering feelings and to have, mm-hmm. you know, the sort of opposite, like resentful feelings where yes. you're just kind of constantly bringing re, you know, re having these old fights over and over again, that kind of, mm-hmm. I think reflecting on the past can be really draining and, and exhausting. But you know, I, I don't think it's that yet big of a deal if you're just thinking about this person periodically, mm-hmm. but three times a day, it does seem like a lot. <laughs> well, I that wonder, yeah. it, that's t- it's tough. It's yeah. tough. I wonder too, if there's something about like, is there something about yourself that you liked more in that relationship that you're not fulfilling or like honoring right now in yourself? Like, is it, you're thinking of this person, but are you thinking of yourself with this person? Oh yeah. You know? And like, what is interesting? Yeah. Like what is the thing that like you were honoring in that relationship that you might not be honoring now? And is there a reason why it, or, you know, right. Or if they helped you, yeah. To feel a certain way, like, is that Mm -hmm. something you're missing and that you can like figure out how, Mm -hmm to make yourself feel another now thing, or mm-hmm. Another thing I might present is during the pandemic, and it's it's hard for, I think, a lot of us to get out of who we've become from the pandemic. Yeah. But during the pandemic, there was a lot of, okay, I can't look to the future because I don't know when there's going to be a future. Mm-hmm. I don't like the present. So what am I going to fill my brain with? Mm-hmm. The past. Mm-hmm. And so you have to you know you're going back into the past girl i went down to 2007 on my facebook feed to see what was going on i got so bored i was like what is still public knowledge before i deleted my facebook braver girl than me oh my god i know but i was just kind of like i got so bored and again like Mm -hmm. the present was boring and and awful there was no future so i just kept going back to the past Mm -hmm. and i don't know maybe that's something maybe now it's an exciting time where there is a bit more more of a future and and a mm-hmm. present so maybe maybe try to focus on that i don't know and this isn't a judgment it's just yeah. um something i noticed for for myself I yeah think we, we don't have a lot right now to pull from so that well of mm-hmm. all the past stuff is readily available mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and i mean maybe for like your 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 current relationship that you're in now maybe it's also taking a second and being like okay we just did this whole thing how maybe you guys like plan a trip or do something where you like celebrate the fact that like you've you know made it through to this point or like what when's the last time you went on like a cool adventure or like did like a real couple ass couple thing too 
you know, I feel like sometimes, especially when you live with somebody, it can get very day to day, like, okay, cool. Did you do the laundry trash out? We need to get this stuff from the grocery store. Like, and especially this last year and a half where there hasn't been that much like opportunity for a lot of adventure Mm -hmm. or like new experiences. It's like, so yeah, of course you're going to think back to like stuff that was more fun and interesting too. So like try to, you know, make a new cool memory. Mm Mm-hmm. Cool, yeah. Couple ass, cool ass, couple ass memory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, couple ass. <laughs> couple ass. Hashtag couple ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Roz, yeah. thank you so much for being on the show. You've been a delight. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me. And Holy. yeah, tell everybody where they can find the pod, where they can find you online, all that stuff. Fun stuff. Yeah, my pod is called Ghosted by Roz Dresfiles, and I have different episodes every Thursday. And I have on, um, like, people that know about the paranormal, like, from paranormal, like, ghost hunting TV shows and all that kind of stuff. I have those people on. But then I also have on a lot of celebrities and drag queens, a lot of RuPaul's Drag Race drag queens, Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of comedians, actors, all kinds of people. Um, And even people that listen to it call me up and we talk about ghost stories. So we just talk about ghosts and sometimes aliens and Bigfoots and all that kind of fun, spooky shit. and um even brandy's been on it yeah going back and listen i had such a great time it's 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 a really fun i i love that stuff (laughs) and love you you're great (laughs) thank you Mm -hmm. and just a reminder we just had our last show but we are doing a show for sundays of the month uh in october and november at permanent records roadhouse so buy tickets to that you can go to tinyurl.com slash lady to lady live to get tickets it's an outside show. It's a Vax only venue, and so you know it's super fun. So yeah. come out on and see us, y'all. Oh, and I'm on Insta at Roz Hernandez. I always forget that one. <laughs> Go follow Roz and all the stuff. Yeah, my childhood dream is to be an Instagram celebrity. It's something I've always wanted. So <laughs> maybe one day we'll follow Roz, everybody, and uh, we love you, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye, y'all. Bye-bye. Bye. Three, two, three. Six but thirty. It's six but thirty somewhere. Hi, ladies. Uh, I was just listening to the episode where Tess was talking about how she got makeup delivered to her house and if it was ethical that she kept it or not. And it made me laugh a lot because I got this, like, makeup box at my house and it was for a different address and I put it on my counter and I was like all right I'm going to return this I'm going to bring it to the house well then days go by and then I'm like well I'll just put it in the mail and then we'll get sent to them well a month went by and it was a car and at this point I was like I mean they got a new one right so I kept it but I did mean to return it every single day. I was going to return it and then just, you know, like, um, anyways, I'm going to go see if my cat, if I can find my cat's belly button. All right. Bye guys.